Blog Talk Radio. The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo. The Godfather, Nate Milton. Godfather's in the house. And the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior. Ah. So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! Welcome, everybody, to Pipe Bomb Radio. We are back on the air after taking a little bit of a hiatus yet again. And it's been a while since we've actually called an episode, an off-the-cuff episode, but I figure, ah, what the hell, why not? Let's bring that back. I know it was something taken from one of my uh, prior uh, co-hosts at the time, Austin. But, hey, technically I'm still the boss, so I can still do that. <clears throat> a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. We actually had... SummerSlam, uh, actually a couple weeks ago. I didn't catch all of it. Obviously, I work crazy hellish hours. Then again, so does Nate. And he seems to catch everything because this man is uh, apparently everywhere all the time, everywhere all the time. So, I mean, I said that right. Anyways, <laughs> good to be back on the air, even if we are on not as often as we used to be, but definitely on the air. So, anywho, I am going to go ahead and bring on the man who actually beat Alex to the punch. Go figure. The man who usually makes the fashionably late entrances, the one and only, Nate Milton. What's going on, sir? I just have one question for you this week, El Jefe. What's up? Felix, are you okay? Felix, are you okay? Are you okay, Felix? Felix, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have happy Michael Jackson oh, I, Day, brother. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you know, and I didn't think about that until you said that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, he's singing a song. Okay, okay. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, he would have been 58 years old. I believe yep. About 58. So how is life on the, in the world of uh, Nate Milton? Uh, life is good, brother. Just uh, keeping busy, doing podcasts. And uh, high school football is back in session, so my, my other – uh, job is is about to kick off, so yeah, it's a it's it's a fun time. We like you like you were saying to the people, uh, it's been a crazy week in the world of wrestling and and combat sports. You know, we had a uh, Mayweather McGregor this past weekend. We had SummerSlam a couple weeks ago, so uh, it's a good time to be a to be to be a fan, brother. Yeah, yeah, you know about that Mayweather McGregor fight. You know, ultimately. I, I, <laughs> he's already saying, oh, shit, here we go. Here we go. Now, honestly, here's the thing. I personally, personally, as a fan, I wasn't invested in either one because I'm not a fan of either one. But yep. because the allure of how they did it drew me in, not so much neither one of them because I can care less for either one of them, but the whole way they went about it drew me in. 
And although I didn't get a chance to watch it live because I was working, I, you know, I, I got to catch glimpses and so forth uh, throughout the night, uh, throughout during times of my breaks and so forth. And ultimately, I know who won. But <laughs> I, you know, that's the thing I think w- was most amazing about that whole situation. Not so much the fight. I give props to 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 Conor McGregor for going in there and doing something that no other MMA fighter has done. I'm not a fan of Mayweather. I don't think I've ever been a fan of Mayweather because to me, he, how do I put this? Okay. He's done good for himself. But you put him in there against a guy like, let's just say, a Mike Tyson in his prime or uh, yeah. let's just say, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Cassius Clay, you know, in his prime. No contest. Uh, who would be the greatest yeah. out of it? Either one of those two. So, they're businessmen. They knew how to make money, and that they did. So kudos to both for that. I mean, it, it was pro wrestling, Felix. Like boxing is is kind of tied <laughs> to pro wrestling, and 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 they 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 worked an angle. You know, we had good guys and bad guys. In this case, we kind of had two kind of bad guys. Uh, but they cut promos. They got people invested, and at the end of the day, you know, they they, they put on a put on a good show. Like I, I wasn't expecting a lot from the fight, man, but. I got sucked in just like everybody else, and uh, you know it was it was good theater. Yeah, it was it was, and the fact that the man went ten rounds against an actual yeah. pro boxer who is is actually good at cardio. Let's give him that. I'll give him credit. <laughs> you know, it was what it was. It was a show, and that it, you know I didn't I honestly was hoping McGregor would have knocked his cocky ass out, but that's just my opinion. Clearly, that didn't happen. Clearly, I underestimated uh, Mayweather's abilities, not just his arrogance. But that aside, it, they you know they walked away with a good chunk of change. I wouldn't mind getting even this little piece of the, of the money they made. But you know, <laughs> they 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 took advantage of the social media aspect of it, and 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 everybody, I mean, literally everybody was invested in this, just like you said. Now, <clears throat> in in the world of pro wrestling, not so much. Don't get me wrong. There has been moments where fans have been invested over the years in certain situations, but I got to ask you something. We'll, we'll touch on SummerSlam and, and No Mercy in just a minute, but I got to ask. I know you saw the now what they're calling the actual shoot promo that Roman Reigns and John Cena did on each other. <laughs> okay, although fans are getting all riled up and like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you said that." What is it? What are they thinking? They're burying each other, or whatever, you know. The fact that it has to be taken to that level to draw people in speaks for itself. There's nothing that feels real about investing in any of the storylines lately at all, if any, over the years, except for momentary times when they get real about certain situations. Uh, They both touched on real moments throughout both of their own careers, and the fact that Cena said two things that bothered me. Well, no, okay, I take that back. One thing that bothered me, one thing that struck a chord because he ain't lying. And the one thing he's not lying about is the fact that Roman Reigns was the person expected to take over for Cena. And the fact that he hasn't done it, and the fact they have to keep relying on a man already in his 40s, who's now a part-timer, to come back every time to get people reinvested in the the product speaks for itself. Roman Reigns is not doing his job. He's not carrying his weight. He's not doing what they had hoped he would be able to do. I didn't care for the comment. I don't believe it was necessary for Cena to mention because Roman will always have that one thing over really most of the locker room, with the exception of Lesnar. Lesnar, but 
he will have that one thing that he beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania and technically a quote-unquote retired him. Cena's comment saying he's not a battered veteran at the end of his career with a bad hip, to me, that wasn't necessary. For one thing, 27 years, that said something. Cena's been around 15. I'm not picking fights because obviously Alex is not here to defend his hero. <laughs> just, you know, sometimes certain digs at each other aren't necessary. But, again, this is WWE's attempt to give him a little dash, a little splash, if you will, of some attitude. What are your thoughts on that shoot promo they did? Was it necessary? Did it get, did it get people invested on the fact that No Mercy's coming up and that, that match might totally be more important than the title match? I don't know if it was necessary, but I definitely think it was helpful. You know, coming off of the Raw last week when they were in Brooklyn, and that was supposed to be kind of the kickoff to this big Cena-Reigns feud, and it fell flat because, you know, that Brooklyn crowd, they have a, a tendency to kind of do their own thing, and, and they were not down for either Cena or Reigns. Uh, so when we got to Memphis last night uh, to have this this promo battle, if you will, I thought it was good. I did think they went uh, too far at a couple points, uh, particularly Cena. Uh, but I, I think going to that quote-unquote shoot style, you, you and I know Felix. You know, you've been a wrestling fan as long as I have, man. And, and the best storylines are the ones that have a little bit of truth in them. You know what I mean? And I agree. a lot of what Cena was saying was true. And, and so I think I, I liked it in that sense that it, it – felt to me as Cena was trying to, because I know I've, I've seen a lot of people online saying Cena buried Reigns, and I, I don't take it that way. I saw it more as Cena kind of no. trying to motivate Reigns to come come, come, come to my level, man. You know, you're supposed to be the next guy, then, you know, time to, it's time to put up or shut up, and, and we're going to take you to that next level. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the match, which is something I don't know I would have been saying, you know, a couple weeks ago. Well, and see, that's why I think this quality, this type of hype that they're going to try to put into this, and I'm, I'm sure I'm, with time that we have now, I'm pretty sure they will. It feels like it should be something that be a, that a match that should be maybe not necessarily WrestleMania, but a WrestleMania type match, maybe at one of their bigger events like a Survivor Series, uh, Royal Rumble, or SummerSlam, if yeah. you will. That they obviously didn't get taken, you know, capitalized on because of the matches they were already involved in. Now. <clears throat> Somebody and it looks saying, like the, the reason this I'm, got pushed up, uh, Felix, real quick, it looks like I guess the like reason that. that this got pushed up is because of the movie Cena's doing, the, uh, the the Bumblebee movie. And I guess the studio's no, like, nah, man, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have the star of our movie out here wrestling where he can get hurt. And so they, I guess they forced the WWE's hand. And and you're right, man, this should be a Mania match, at least like a Rumble match. But for it to be mm-hmm. happening, no mercy, it seems very quick. Now, Alex brought something to my attention earlier today. He has been known for doing those uh, live posts. Sometimes he'll be on Facebook Live or Instagram Live. And, and, and me talking to, to the wrestling fans, his fans that he's got, and he's got a few, definitely does. He posed a question. Now, it had me thinking because I guess up until, oh, gosh, I want to say within the last six months. So I'll say six months because I don't know how far back when they first started doing the Facebook Live. But he was thinking about either when we all get together at one point, which somewhere down the line, I'm sure it'll happen, or 
we take turns where we go on either the the, uh, the pipe bomb page, like one of us will go on the pipe bomb page and go live from there from from wherever we're at, and then you guys can go on live on your actual pages, which is you know either okay. Facebook or Instagram, whatever, and do you know while we're on the air with each other, be live on the air talking to the fans or whatever, and seeing what people think about that. Clearly, because former former uh, I don't want to say colleague, but I guess. In a sense, uh, former guest, former uh, podcaster, I don't know what the hell he does anymore now, to be honest, because I don't really talk with the guy, but you all remember George, right, or old Jorge. He does his occasional (laughs) Facebook live posts with his crew, and it seems to be somewhat moderately successful in in a sense because it seems like that's the thing to do these days. Now, clearly, we've had our run. I've had had the run here on Block Talk Radio for about, God, I want to say now, about six years, more or less. And I have contemplated moving the show to different venues, different venues. And you're talking like I'm a Vince man here. Well, let me tell you something. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> where to move it to? You know, I've talked with Elio about it. I've talked with, I've even thrown it out to you guys to see what you guys think. Facebook Live is a different monster to, to tackle. It's not impossible to do because I myself run the Facebook Live for, a, for the gym that I, that I work out at. So it's and even on my own. So I don't know. What do you think about that aspect of uh, bringing another element to to Pipe Bomb Radio? I definitely think it's it's, it's an interesting uh, way to go. It's it's something that uh, you know we've talked about it for weeks and and months and and you could even say years on this show, Felix. How social media yeah. is a a an ever expanding uh, uh, frontier and and yeah, I think there's a way that we could do uh, the Facebook live thing and still have the show, uh, you know, recorded and up on, uh, on, uh, you know, Stitcher and, and iTunes and all that stuff for the people that can't be there with us live. Yeah. I think there's that. De- and, and if anybody could do it, it's Elio. So I think there's definitely a way for us to put our heads together and come up with a good uh, solution for, for the, for the people out there. By the way, let's throw out a couple of congrats out there. First off to our man, Elio, who's now joined the podcasting world as a podcaster himself. Not necessarily on blog talk, but I've seen recently that he's been doing his own thing with his own shows that he does. He does now. He found his voice. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Elio. No, obviously he's <laughs> always been there. Something he's always wanted to do. And you know, we wish him the very best. He's still technically part of the Pipe Bomb Radio family and still helps with the uploading of the shows and and so forth. So we wish him the best. And also a blast from the past, if you will, if you will. We got. Uh, I got notified that. Um, our own, our very own friend uh, Pat the Brat ah. uh, is going to be begin to be given another award this year or, or soon in this case from the New England Wrestling Hall of Fame. He's being honored as a legend for their for their Hall of Fame. I don't, he's already a Hall of Famer, but he mentioned some kind of award. Let me see how he put it. Like I, he reached out to me just recently to tell me about it. And, you know, I'm happy okay. for him. He said, "Let's see, uh, how do you put it?" England Wrestling presenting me with their, there you go, their Legends Award. That's what it is. And rightfully so. You know, honestly, he thinks he's been forgotten because he's not a part of the wrestling world anymore. But let's be honest. I mean, he went on the, w, the WWE Network only, nine ninety nine for now. <laughs> He'll be always remembered on there for being the one that, that did the best imitation of Roddy Piper. You know, even his, his uh, wrestling uh, with a lot of the Legends uh, back east as well. I mean, You've got to give, give the guy credit. He's, he's done a lot for himself. Whoever thought he would be able to get to that level on his own, and he did it all on his own. 
So we wish uh, Pat a very uh, big congrats for getting the Legends Award with the New England New England Wrestling I say Championship Wrestling, but New England Wrestling Hall of Fame. Giving him another award, rightfully so. Well, most definitely, shout out, shout out to Pat. Uh, always a good time when he's on this show. And yes, like you said, Felix, this is a uh, something that is definitely uh, deserved. Uh, you know, he, it just goes to show you, man. Like you don't have to be at a certain stage to be respected and to be a legend in this business and to be somebody that meant something to this uh, profession. Uh, you know, just because, you know, Pat wasn't somebody that had a, you know, a 20 year run in the WWF for the NWA, you know, that doesn't mean that his contributions were not recognized and weren't important. So uh, shout out to Pat. He's a friend of the show. And I'm sure uh, not only is he a, a wrestling legend, but if you've heard him on this show before and heard some of his stories, he's probably a legend in a lot of those uh, bars up in New England, too. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. In <laughs> fact, he's been reaching out to me recently, too, uh, about uh, possibly coming back and doing, you know, coming back on the show. Not necessarily, uh, well, we've already made it clear his alter ego is not allowed. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, in general, with, with Pat, you know, he's been wanting to come back on, maybe do something for the Halloween show we usually do every year. And I'm not yeah. opposed to it. I mean, I don't know where his what his pal's up to. Maybe it's just going to be him. We can come on and do something special for Halloween. You know, what's kind of what's kind of funny is where the hell is Alex? Hmm. He is pulling a he is pulling a Nate. I'm telling you, he's pulling a Nate. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just messaged me. He says, "Wow, we are on the air, right?" I said, uh, "Yeah, where you been?" <laughs> <laughs> Alex, if you can hear this boy, get your ass up in here and get online. Come on now, come on, hey, man. Don't mean to really, call I'm, you out like I'm, that. Yeah, I'm, I know he's he's being a he's being a diva now. He's being a total diva, if you will. Uh, but I really oh, want to talk to a. Talk to the uh, Aztec Warrior tonight, Felix, because one of the things that uh, I don't know if you you had meant to uh, touch on it this week, but uh, I wanted to get his opinion on the whole uh, sexy star thing coming out of Triple Mania. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I heard something to that extent, too. If anybody might know more about it, as it, you know, he has a little bit more connections in that instance than we do, it would be him. I did hear about it. And it's a shame it, that it had to come down to that. It, whatever the case, I was a fan. I, okay, let me let me start. Let me re- retract to what I'm saying here. When I started watching Sexy Star on, on Lucha Underground and how they were in, they were investing in her to become the World Heavyweight Champion for the company, I liked it. I I thought it was cool that they would they would go that route because it hadn't been done in such a long time. And you know, kudos because they gave her the title. And then she kind of lost it soon thereafter. And then she kind of withered away into non-existence, if you will. And then come to find out she's in the news again for, for doing what she did and pissing a lot of people off. I mean, yeah, she is going to be banned from a lot of places from here on out because of that. But lo and behold, the diva himself <laughs> is on the air. <laughs> Welcome to the show, pal. Where you been, Mr. Diva? Uh, man, talk about when you get older and you have parental duties and you forget about things. Yeah. Nate, did, he just, did he just say getting uh, old? Did he just say getting old? I know he didn't just say getting old. 
Being a parent ages you. I believe now. See, now come. that I will give you because I don't. Neither Nate and I, or neither one of us, are parents. At least I don't know about Nate, but I sure as hell am not a parent. So I'll give you that. Yeah, well, somebody you wanted to right stay now? up past bedtime. Oh, dude, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm I'm just glad to jump on real quick and and see what's going on. I mean, there's been a lot going on. Um, haven't talked to to my father in probably a few weeks, so it's like we we get reunited and then I get abandoned again. But you know, Nate will Nate will catch on soon. Ouch. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, like like you said, Felix. You know, it's, it's hard being a parent, and and sometimes it's so hard you even forget you have kids. So it's it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> I left them at Walmart, and, I, and I, I I knew I was missing something when I left Walmart, and I was like, wait a minute. I've, no, I've got I've got everything, and then I, I just pulled off, and little did I know there was a little Aztec warrior on aisle ten just looking around for his dad. <laughs> Alex, chime in on this on this conversation. I don't know if you got you got wind of what we were saying when you called in. Uh, Nate was talking about what's been going on with the the issues with Sexy Star, and I was telling him, you know, I dug what they were doing with her in Lucha Underground, and then she kind of wasn't there anymore. She was there for a cup of coffee as a champion, clearly. And then, oh, lo and behold, she pops up in the news of what she did to to you know to her opponent, Rosemary. You know, yeah. what, what, what's your what's your what's your take on that? Yeah, Rosemary. So you know, I've been reading I've been reading a lot lately um, on. It's unfortunate, but I've been reading a lot on just comments and seeing what I've been reading on blogs and other wrestlers. You know, I, I follow a lot of people in relation to a lot of luchadors and people who work those lines of business. And I mean, if you look at Twitter, a lot of people took the Twitter, Twitter uh, such as Cody Rhodes, and you know, he even said, you know, if, if uh, that basically he she's banned from any locker room. Uh, that he's ever in, and she will not be allowed. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, if, if promotions book her, they will not only not attend, but they will also uh, not support that promotion and uh, pretty much bash the promotion for supporting that kind of behavior. Um, what her motives were, I don't know. I, I, I kind of did a little digging with a couple of the guys that I know, and, um, you know, they were saying that, she had a little heat with somebody else in the match and they never, she never really got a hold of her. So she kind of like took it out on her. But then again, you know, it's, it's one of those things like uh, even Rosemary said in, in her, uh, basically in her comments, you know, and this is true, you know, we as wrestlers, we put our body's well-being in the hands of other people, expecting them to protect us um, throughout a match. And when you take advantage of that and advantage of the vulnerability of our bodies, there's a whole different line. You know, we were basically, um, there was another wrestler, uh, you know, I'm not going to say names, but he said it very well that, you know, every yeah. time we get in the ring, we're, we're cheating death. You know, we cheat death every time we're in the ring in some way because we are doing things that could potentially hurt us and risk our bodies and injuries and risk, even risk our lives. And for someone to intentionally do something like that, they do not belong in a wrestling ring. And unfortunately, I think now, um, she blacklisted herself, and I, I think that might be the last that we see of Sexy Star in a lot of main mainstream promotions. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's just something that you know other other wrestlers and, and talents not going to take too kindly to it. Mm. Next thing I want you to chime in on real quick, and 
I, I definitely, and, and Nate and I were just talking about this earlier, but I, <laughs> I didn't want to pick on your hero too much. So I wanted to get your take, you know, because he's your, he's your, you know, your childhood hero, and you know, obviously you got your dad on, so I won't want to bash you too much because I know your daddy might get mad at me. But what was your, <laughs> what was your take on the shoot? I did with the quote fingers between Roman and and Cena last night. Dude, I thought that was the best segment of the entire show. Do you um, think it was necessary to get to that level of personal, though? I think it was. I think it was because, I mean, here's my question to you. Define personal. Well, basically, Cena came back and said, you ain't, you ain't pulling your weight, son. I had to come back and be a part-timer, although I am a part-timer, and still do your job, too. What's up with that? You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be taking over from me as I start to slow down. And you ain't doing shit. So is that really basically that really what he said? And, and nicer, and I didn't say it as nice as he said it, but you know. Do you think that that's a? Do you think that that was a shoot, or do you think that he's being he's being honest? I mean, you you got to look at it. In that promo, you honestly, know, I think Nate said it better because I think he lit a fire under Roman. He was trying to light a fire under Roman to be like, "Come on, step up or step out of the way," because somebody else will do it if you can't. Yeah, you know, honestly, I thought it was great. Um, in a way, I knew, you know, Roman Reigns was talking about, oh, you're not going to bury me, blah, blah, blah. He didn't realize that just going into a promo battle with John Cena, they were burying him. <laughs> I mean, when John Cena sat there and he was like, come on, come on, go ahead. It's right there. You know, come on, I'll wait. I'll wait. Damn you, fourth wall. You know, and and basically said, you know, it, you know, it took him five years to cut a half-decent promo. I mean, he was hitting all the spots that are Roman's weakness. I mean, and on top of it, yeah, he, you can't, you can't disagree with anything John said. John said it perfectly, and you know, and, no. and it's this is this is what's frustrating because it happened with The Rock. People don't yeah. realize, you know, when you have a ten-plus year career. I mean, John Cena. Let's see, he's going on what? I don't know why he even said like 15, the last ten years. Fifteen years. I mean, yeah, he, he's on. Well, that he was on Raw. Right. I mean, he's, I think, what, he started in 2002, three? No. Yeah. Well, no, it was 2002 yeah, when he came out of the SmackDown brand. Right, right. So, I mean, still, 2002 in, you know, in the WWE, and this man's been there for 15 years. So, 15 long, hard years of matches and bumps and bruises and giving your heart and soul to everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, you can start winding down and do other things. So why do they call him a part-timer when this man is one of the most consistent wrestlers that we have seen in a long time? He has not left. He has had epic matches. He has done everything he needed to do, put his body on the line, injury, and Roman Reigns has been there for, what, a good solid maybe, uh, what are we, in 17, like five, five years, six years, whatever five years, it is. You know, yeah, and, 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 that he's not even half the time of what Cena's been there, but then he's going to take the whole common part-timer slot, which, if you remember correctly, Cena called The Rock a part-timer, and when The Rock was there for a long time as well. So, but the problem is that you're talking about John Cena. You're talking about, and I, I'm sorry to say this, but you're talking about the Hulk Hogan of our generation. And and it's just Ooh, one of those things I wonder what the Hulk think about that, brother. Hey, <laughs> he might support it. You know, hey, but... uh. <laughs> but, you know, he, he made a lot of sense, you know. I mean, you can't 
John Cena can still do this better full time. I mean, part time than a lot of these guys can full time. Yep. Um, and John Cena can do it on the mic. He can still go. He's having good matches. I mean, you can't. I think right now, you know, this is going to be an interesting storyline, but I thought that promo, that segment was amazing. And John Cena exploited his we- Roman's weaknesses, and Roman, you know, had to eat shit. I'm sorry. Well, eat poop. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. No, yeah. at this point, well, honestly, it's, that's it's basically what it was. Though, guys. Because uh, I, I was on a show earlier today, and, and we were talking about this. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, uh, Roman got buried. But I don't I don't look at it that way. I look at it more like Cena is literally, you know, trying to light a fire under this guy, you know. But let's say, let's say for the sake of argument that this was a burial, quote unquote. Well, two things could happen when you get buried. Either, you know, you, you're dead and you stay down there. Or, you know, you're planting a seed, something that can grow. So, I'm not somebody that hates Roman. I think he's got a lot of potential, but I I, I definitely think now, man, is the time for him to step up. Like if, if this guy is supposed to be the guy, then it's time for him and also the uh, the the creative team to you know start doing something with him. So I'm I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this uh, to see if John Cena can be the guy to kind of bring the best out of Roman. And as we start to, so. to, to wind things down a little bit, I do want to mention that we got some time here. we got a few minutes left. So uh, we got to definitely, first off, we're still looking for an idea to where we can move the podcast at one point. Uh, the Facebook Live or social media live options are still out there to possibly think about. Uh, I do want to mention that we definitely still need to catch up with Alex at one point to find out where his world, world tour is going to take him. But <laughs> I want – I do want to get to both of you guys to find out what you guys are up to in the upcoming weeks before we sign off for this for tonight at this point. So, Alex, I will start with you. Where you where where you appearing next, and where can they follow you at? Man, man, where am I appearing next? Um, I got something small on the side for a school uh, coming up this Friday that we're going to go uh, do some motivational self acceptance, faith, anti bullying. Um, you know. Uh, school presentation with a three-match card, so we're going to go do that. Um, But next week, I'll be in Cecilia, Louisiana, where Elevate Pro is going to go two hours um, into the bayou uh, for a show out there, so we're we're expanding across the state a little bit. Um, Then, let's see, the following week, I'm going... I have a couple things. So, September, I'll be going to Wisconsin. Uh, I'll be in Wisconsin soon, and... Then, let's see, next month I'll be going back to Mucha Lucha, Atlanta for uh, MLA 13. The Elevate Pro one-year anniversary is in October. So I've got a few things coming up. If anybody wants to follow, see what I'm doing, join me on my journey, or just see all the food that I'm eating, um, you can check me out at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, um, all at Alex Cruz Nation, which is at A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. Okay. Now then, let's move it on over to the, the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour, Mr. <laughs> yes, I, I guess you could say since this is still technically uh, Michael Jackson's birthday, Felix, uh, I, I am one of the uh, hardest working men in the podcast games. They got me working day and night, and I don't stop till I get enough. Uh, and every episode is guaranteed <laughs> to be a guaranteed to be a thriller, huh? <laughs> 
But I'm pumped. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can check me out. Uh, the Kings of Sport. We just celebrated our 200th episode. Uh, myself and Marcus Vandenberg from Yahoo Sports. I've got uh, the live audio wrestling stuff. Keep it 2000. Myself and Brian Mann, a former WWE writer. Uh, so many podcasts. Uh, so many radio shows. I got high school football uh, broadcast coming up, and you can find out all about that at uh, in the number eight M O Z A I K. You can find me name Mosaic on Twitter. Uh, and before we get out of here, Felix, I did want to uh, send a shout out to uh, any of the listeners and, and uh, certainly everybody uh, involved uh, with what went down in Houston uh, this week, man. And uh, prayers certainly go out to everybody recovering Definitely. from the storm. Definitely. I've been through hurricanes that scary, and it is very scary going through that. I think ours that hit for Hurricane Charlie in 2004 was at the Category 4 as well, so I know exactly what they're going through, and I'm, I definitely wish everybody the best and get through it in one piece. But um, in the meantime, guys, uh, we will be back in about two weeks. And unless something changes, we might be back sooner. Who knows? But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and sign off for now. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars, guys. Good night, and we will all talk again soon. I will talk to you guys soon as well, gentlemen. Take it easy. All right, brother. All right. All right. Bye-bye.